0: good morning and welcome to the Marcus today breakfast briefing my name is Henry Jennings it is Friday the 10th of December creeping ever so slowly towards Christmas as usual though with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only so please do your own research contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts Ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to pause the PowerPoint slides here and read our disclaimer in full, then do so. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, head on over to the website and you can read the disclaimer there. And you can also sign up for a free 14 day trial if you're not yet a member. All right, last night, a bit of a wishy washy night in the US markets, somewhat cautious ahead of this key CPI number coming in tomorrow, which is uh, expected to be on the high side. As a result of all this caution, and we have had some pretty stellar days in the US market, we saw the Dow closing pretty much unchanged, 0.00%, 35,755 unchanged for the day. The S&P 500, though, Down 0.72%, 34 points, 4667. And the Nasdaq down 1.71%. Big fall in the Nasdaq last night, 270 points, 15,517. Clearly, I put the kibosh on the Nasdaq yesterday, talking about it going through 16,000. But the S&P 500, as usual, in the middle for Diddle. Spy Futures are showing a loss of 10 points, but I have to say, I suspect that may be on the light side of the ledger. We may see a bigger drift off and a bit more caution creeping in ahead of those U.S. CPI numbers. VIX index in the U.S. was up 8.64%, back up towards the top end of that recent range, 2 points to 22. On the commodities front last night, Brent crude down 1.85%, $1.40, $74.42, WTI. Down nearly 2%, $1.42, $70.94. The gold price down half $8.80, $17.76.7. It seems that we were there not that long ago, the same sort of price. So $17.50, dollars still remains pretty much the range for the gold price at the moment. We have had one or two overruns for within a rational exuberance taking over as we saw last week, but uh, coming back down to earth. Iron ore drifting off slightly yesterday, 0.28%, 30 cents to 106.70. And the Aussie dollar drifting off as well, 71.48, down 0.32%. In other commodities last night, we had copper down 1.1%, nickel down 1.7%, aluminium up 0.2%, zinc up 0.2%, lead down 0.5%, and tonne down 0, rather up, 0.3 that's tin up 0.3 of a percent as a result of all this toing and throwing mining stocks in overseas markets not doing a hell of a lot to be honest Freeport McMoran down 0.6 Alcoa having a good day though up 2.9 tech down 1.9 Anglo American down 0.6 Glencore down 0.4 Vale US down 1.39% and we had Albemarle down 2.7 there. BHP down 1% in US ADR trade and Rio up 0.16% there. Here you can see the S&P 500 meandering around for most of the day but we did see that late sell-off gather. A little bit of pace going to the close. Looks like a few people cautious on that CPI number coming out tomorrow. And getting a little bit worried I guess about the Omicron variant. And, of course, the ever-present inflation. As far as major stories go, studies find Omicron variant is four times more transmissible than Delta. And it evades immunity acquired naturally and through vaccines. Great news there. Studies show third Pfizer vaccine dose may be needed. Of course, that study came out from Pfizer. They will, of course, that maybe a fourth dose may be required soon. Good old Pfizer. Poll shows economists see risk of Fed hikes coming sooner. And RBA's Harper says the Australian economy can run hot without runaway inflation. Signalling monetary policy will stay loose for longer. And Brazil's central bank hikes by another 150 basis points as expected. Signals more tightening to combat inflation. It's only Brazil. Supply demand imbalance fueling inflation pressures it will take time for the situation to correct. And China's factory gate inflation ebbed, was down slightly in November, but they did have a big dichotomy in their CPI number with veggies up uh, around 30 percent, but pork down around 31 percent. And Wall Street forecasts for 2022 diverged by the second most in 10 years. Not a massive study then. Uh, Beijing's wide-ranging crackdown harming its allure for foreign investors seeking haven alternatives to treasuries. What's on today? We've got some really important news coming out of New Zealand. Business New Zealand manufacturing PMI for November and credit card spending for retail in November. Uh, In the US, we had falls in those technology stocks. Tesla down 5.1. Apple pushing ever so higher, though, towards that $3 trillion valuation level. Up 0.2 of a percent, but Amazon down 0.8. They got hit with a big fine in Europe, and the VIX we've seen already was uh, doing pretty well. As far as uh, other tech stocks go, Google down 0.4, Microsoft down 0.6, Netflix having a bit of a bad night, down 2.7 percent, and it's hip to be square. Not so hip last night, down 4.1 percent. US banks. A little bit mixed, JP Morgan down 0.16, Citigroup down half, Bank of America up 0.75, and Wells Fargo up 0.6. So a little bit of a mixed session for U.S. banks. Morgan Stanley sees five rate hikes in the U.S. through 2023, five rate hikes. And President Joe Biden has sought to downplay November's inflation data. Some were speculating that he'd already seen the data. As high CPI number is expected. Biden went on to say the report will not encompass declines in prices of energy and used cars. So the market got a little spooked on his comments. In the US, net wealth climbed to a fresh record. This is household net wealth. 145 trillion US dollars. Although it is slowing, it was only up 1.7% last quarter. And Afterpay's Batman and Robin team say disruption is still very early on. Don't forget next Tuesday, there is the APT, the Afterpay vote on the Square merger, which you would have to imagine is a mere formality. Afterpay has been following the Square share price around for a little while. Square down 4.1% last night. Evergrande issue looks to be a controlled restructure. Interestingly, Fitch has downgraded Nevergrande in terms of their credit rating. Maybe a little late for that as it's now officially in a default. Uh, A national beer shortage looms just in time for Christmas. Lion, our second biggest brewer, has cut production. Can't find any wooden pallets. Once again, the supply chain is uh, to blame for that. Storing and uh, warehousing and uh, cornering the wooden pallet market seems to be the big problem, not having them in the right place at the right time. And Private Equity Partners is looking at cashing in before Christmas that $1.17 billion from the sale of its business Life Healthcare to eBoss. DeGray, high-grade extensions at Eagle announced this morning. Not that it will help very much with the gold price down a bit, but the, at least the Aussie dollar Is down a smidgling as well. VW will dedicate 55 or 56 percent of its 159 billion dollar euro investment to developing EVs, up from 50 percent. Yesterday, Volkswagen did an off take agreement with Vulcan Energy, which certainly got them rocking and rolling. And Gladys. Nurse Gladys will not contest the federal election seat in Warringah. So she has officially announced she is not running. Maybe she's looked at the numbers. Maybe she doesn't want to be uh, associated with, um, with that at the moment. Question of the day today is, are you going to the Christmas party this year with the outbreak at least in Sydney and Melbourne and a few other places. And especially around the world, uh, the Christmas party uh, has come under a little bit of a threat. Of course, Boris Johnson under some serious fire in the UK for his Christmas party antics and the resignation of uh, one of his former press secretaries there after a uh, disastrous disastrous uh, press uh, release and uh, video was released. So, are you going to the Christmas party this year, or are you being a little bit cautious about mixing just this close to Christmas? Uh, UK COVID cases are now starting to accelerate, and in the US, it's amazing that only 60% of US citizens are double vaxed. 60%. No wonder they've got a hundred plus thousand cases a day uh, luckily at the moment hospitalizations are still under control and the mortality rate is still under control And it doesn't look like the Omicron variant is far more serious than Delta but uh, certainly there are some concerns so are you going to the Christmas party this year that's it from me today thanks very much for listening head on over to the Facebook discussion group we'd love to have your thoughts ideas and insights there don't forget we have ask the analyst a Christmas special next Friday, the 17th. This is next Friday, the 17th at 5.30. You can register for that Christmas special on the newsletter or in the Facebook link that I usually send out in the day or on the email. And also don't forget that our podcasts are now split into four. So we have the Marcus Strategy podcast, the On the Desk podcast, and the On the Couch podcast, as well as the End of Day and the Breakfast Briefing podcast. And this week's On the Couch, if I can edit it in time, for the weekend, depending on how many ers and ums there are in it, will be with Francis Wedeen from Vulcan Energy. We opened the batting last January with a chat to uh, Francis about the prospects for Vulcan Energy. And we're going to finish the batting this year. A bit like England, 147. We are going to finish the batting this year with a chat and a catch-up to Francis talking about... A pretty tumultuous year for Vulcan and the year ahead, and especially uh, that Volkswagen deal they announced yesterday. But that's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening, and have a great session.